Hey, welcome to Who Knew It with Matt Stewart. And uh, this is not Matt Stewart, this is Saran Jayamana. We're in Sydney, we're about to be in Brisbane, we're doing live Who Knew It with Matt Stewart's in both those cities. And we're also doing our stand-up shows, uh, Dry Dry, is that right? That is correct, uh, Who Knew It's with Matt Stewart's, and also Dry Dry in Sydney at the Manning Bar, and in Brisbane at the beautiful Powerhouse. Oh, so good. And we're you're doing the Who Knew It's at the Chippo, and at the Good Chat Comedy. Anyway, we'd love to see you there, it'd be fantastic. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey mates, Matt here. Just letting you know, we're about to hear a live show from Good Chat Comedy Club in Brisbane. It was a lot of fun. Um, and I hope you enjoy it too. It's got a bit of an after dark sort of vibe about it, even though it was recorded in the middle of the afternoon. Anyway, here we go. Enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Hugh Newitt with Matt Stewart at Good Jack Comedy Club. Please put your hands together and welcome to the stage your host for this afternoon's show. It's Mr. Matt Stewart. <laughs> New song? You pumped? Doesn't matter. All right, here we go. <laughs> Welcome to Who Knew It With Matt Stewart, the show where the guests write the wrong answers. I'm the titular Matt Stewart. And the guests this week, please wait, wake and make them welcome. It's Dave Warnicky and Ting Lim. <laughs> Welcome, Ting. Hello. Hometown hello. hero. Did I put this up? <laughs> you got one woo there. Just the only, one woo. There's only one person from Brisbane in. <laughs> I got nothing. You've, ju- you've, just, you've just been travelling around, is that right, Ting? Yeah. Yeah, I've been travelling around, went to Hobart. Um, Qantas lost my luggage. <laughs> <laughs> Boo. Yeah. Oh, Dave, have, have you had any yeah. luggage lost? All right, who is it? Hello. <laughs> Maybe it's Qantas. <laughs> generally, generally, what was that? Yeah. I, I don't know. It'll be upstairs, someone at the pool table. Oh. oh. There you go. What? Someone upstairs at the pool table. I should also uh, introduce that voice. That was Jake. He's our score checker and, uh, yeah, score checker. Good afternoon. Welcome, Jake. Woo! Thank you. There was just a slight pause there, Jake, where I thought, oh, my God, this whole crowd hates Jake. <laughs> but then they, uh, they did. It would be, yeah, that would make sense yeah. if you've been here before. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what did you do? Oh, yeah. Where do we start? <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> so if anyone here doesn't know how the sh- Does anyone here know how the show works? <laughs> no. For the people who don't know, uh, possibly including Ting, how it works is I ask a question and you two have to write a convincing fake answer. Then okay. I read both of your answers out, as well as the real one, and you have to guess which one you believe to be correct. Okay, are okay. we ready to play? Okay. Right, sounds good. So they're going to they're gonna send their answers through to Jake, okay. uh, and he's going to send them through to me. It's efficient that way. Um, <laughs> I mean... Jake was super keen to be involved, and I said, all right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so question Uh, number one. Okay. All the questions, I should say, are written by Patreon supporters of the Do Go On Podcast Network, which uh, this is a part of. Uh, If you want to write a question, uh, go to (laughs) patreon.com slash dogoonpod and sign up and whatnot. So question number one comes from John Wick. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Nice. And in brackets he said, yes, that is my real name. (laughs) Classic John Wick. (laughs) John Wick's question is, what is a Chuck Waller? What is a Chuck Waller? Okay. So you're just going to write down your answer for what a Chuck Waller is. 
And while they're writing down their answers, I'll explain how the scoring works. So you get one point if your fake answer is guessed by the other contestant and another point if you correctly guess the answer. So you got each contestant can get two points per round. By the way, I'm also playing as the house. Boo! Boo, Boo the house! <laughs> so I've put in two of my own fake answers for each question, uh, in this case with the help of John Wick, and I get a point for each one of those that our guests choose. So I can also score two points. So that sounds pretty fair. Each of us can score two points per round, but apparently, according to a mathematician who I was speaking to, my probability is slightly higher. Of course it is, boo! <laughs> anyway, um, so let's see if the questions have come in. It looks like Dave's answer has come through. Absolutely. How are you feeling it's going so far, Jay? I'm feeling it's going swimmingly. Uh, the, the system is working? It's working good. I'm still waiting on, on Ting. Yeah, so, oh, it just came oh, through. Hello. Uh, Jake, Jake, I'm not going to read it out, but he gave me his phone number before, and it's the best phone number I've ever heard. <laughs> I was like, is that real? 04696969. It was very nice. 69420007. Jake, stop giving out my number, okay? All right, so here's question number one. That must be the backup dancers. Do you reckon it's going well up there? <laughs> is that a good sign? I don't know. So the question is, what is a chuckwaller? Is it an old axe-like weapon? What you scream when you see your mum having sex? <laughs> <laughs> is it a type of Mexican lizard? A device used to build sandcastles? Or is it a Chumbawamba cover band? <laughs> okay, so you've got five. And it's a chuckwaller. 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 Chuck Waller. Yeah. What? Can you... S <laughs> I believe... I mean, it, it, there's John Wick spelt it for me phonetically. And right. that still has not seemed to have helped. <laughs> um, I believe it's a Chuck Waller. Chuck Waller or Chuck Waller? Chuck Waller. All yeah. right. So it's an old axe. Is it the scream you uh, let out when you see your mum having sex? Not what I said. <laughs> All right, can so we what? delve a little deeper there? No? Yeah, what happened? I'm not giving anything away. <laughs> uh, is it a Mexican lizard, a device used to build sandcastles, or a Chumbawamba cover band? What do you reckon? What do you reckon? Oh. <laughs> who, well, who, maybe Dave, you go first yeah. okay. this time. All right, I'm thinking a Chuck Waller. Yes. That feels like something you could kill someone with, doesn't it? Chuck Waller. So I'm going to say a lizard. No, I'm going to say... <laughs> I'm going to say it's a type of axe. Okay, Dave's looking in an old axe-like weapon. What about you, Tim? Axe actually, axe-like. But it's not an axe. Otherwise okay. it'd be called an axe. Yeah. This is a Chuck Waller. All right, you've convinced me. I'm locking in axe-like. <laughs> axe-like. Um, I think it would be like the thing that you build a sandcastle with. Chuck Waller. That sounds like what you would sell to kids. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You there, boy. Yeah. Do you want you a want Chuck Waller? <laughs> and some meth. Okay. Like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what the kids love these days. Sandcastles yeah. and meth. The big two. Yeah. The big two, if, I'm, if I've heard correctly. Is that right, Brisbane? Is that right? <laughs> Please, Chuck Waller. All right, so we're going to go through. This is, th th this is who wrote the answers. The first one, a Chumbawamba cover band. That was written by John Wick, The Ooh, House. John Wick, boo. <laughs> well, not, not John Wick, but The House, yeah. Yeah. A Chuck Waller, the scream when you see your mum having sex. That was Ting. Oh. That's why Dave calls it something different. That's what Ting, is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I say. <laughs> oh, that's what you say? Yeah. Ongoing. How often does like happen? Regularly. <laughs> well, really? If it's happening regularly, you're trying to say it, Tim. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, the pe I feel like the people at the pool table are knocking more than you are on your own mum's door. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, pun me. Chuckwalla. Chuckwalla. <laughs> your heart's not even in the scream <laughs> yeah. anymore. Oh, Chuckwalla. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Dave, your guess, an old axe-like weapon. That was the house. Boo! So, Jake, that's one point to the house. Uh, Ting, you guessed a device used to build sandcastles. That was Dave's answer. So, oh. one point to Dave. The correct answer is a type of Mexican lizard. Oh, okay. 
Should have said it, the weapon. Should have said it. Still lost. <laughs> oh, no. So does that mean another point for the house? Yeah. Uh, no, that means a point for you. No, that's just... What? No, no, if no one gets the right answer, that no okay. one gets that if point. Okay, if you okay. trick us, we don't, okay. No. I mean, I didn't trick you, that's just the answer. <laughs> I don't, how defensive are you that you think it's a trick when you don't guess the right answer? Oh, I was tricked. <laughs> no, you just didn't get it, Dave. Yeah. It's a trick. <laughs> it's a trick. So, Jake, that's one point to Dave, one point to the house. Could I get a quick score check, please? <laughs> that's one point to the house and one point to Dave. Thank you so much, <laughs> Thank you, Jake. Hey, Jake, um, I'm going to ask the next question now, then I'll tell you a little bit more, more about Chuck Wallers if you want to hear it. Yeah, fantastic. I'm thrilled. Uh, so here is question number two. Okay. You ready? This one comes from Thomas Doppelreiter in Graz in Austria. The question is, the miracle of 1511 was a festival in Brussels, Belgium. What unusual activity did the lo- <laughs> I know this. Someone in the crowd, I know hey, this. Uh, do you want to be on my team or? <laughs> you keep that to yourself, please. Yeah. <laughs> I know this. It was before the it's question like was trivia. even finished. I love that kind of instinct though. <laughs> board, board game not at your place would be a- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, someone else's question, I know this. I know. <laughs> Oh, this is an easy one. You'll get this. <laughs> I love that kind of energy. Yeah, when you, yeah, get of in course you get you get this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone knows this. Fifteen, eleven. Yeah, you'd yeah. be embarrassing if you wouldn't get this one. Next. Um, all right. Well, uh, with that in mind, she knows this. So, um, <laughs> the miracle of fifteen, eleven was a festival in Brussels, Belgium. What unusual activity did the locals get up to? The miracle of 1511 was a festival in Brussels, Belgium. What unusual activity did the locals get up to? So while you're writing those answers, here's a bit more information on Chuck Wallers. And I reckon Jake will find this pretty fascinating. <laughs> According to Britannica, which is a, a thing online, uh, Chuck... <laughs> Chuck Waller are five species of stocky, slightly flattened lizards belonging to the subfamily Iguananae. Found on arid rocky hills of southwestern North America. The common chuckwaller, which occurs in the southwestern United States, reaches 50 centimetres or 20 inches in length. But some of the species inhabiting islands in the Gulf of California get much larger. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Most chuckwaller species seek refuge in crevices. It's good to have a defence system ready. Uh, a combination of small spiny scales on the dorsal surface and the ability to inflate their bodies render them very difficult to remove once they've wedged themselves in. What? Are, you know, there's like yeah. there's animals that are like, oh, if you eat me, it's poisonous, or I've got like a tail that'll stab you. Yeah. These ones are like, oh, I'm gonna get stuck. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, once they're in the crevice, why do you need to get them out? Yeah. Well, who's trying to get them out? Like the predators trying to eat them. Oh, I was just imagining humans being like, that's my crevice. <laughs> Get out of there. You're like, oh, back here. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, so the question is in 1511. A festival is put on known as the Miracle of 1511. What unusual activity occurred? Do you, do you still know this? Thank you. Okay. That. Your friend is laughing. I don't want to disrupt this show anymore. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm, I'm so keen to find out what happened. Like, yeah. so keen. <laughs> they removed one leg from every statue in the city. <laughs> but that would distract me. Oh, oh yeah, that's that not an unusual activity. <laughs> If you were expecting to hear some usual activities, you've come to the wrong place. <laughs> They're all like, wow, that sounds unusual. Yeah. That's the point. They can only do that for two years and then there's no more legs. <laughs> <laughs> what do they do? <laughs> yeah, they're like, all right, that didn't distract everyone enough. Take the other leg. <laughs> well, this, this was the specific... This was a festival in 1511. It's a one-off festival. I have no idea, but... It sounds like it was in that. Option one, they removed one leg from every statue in the city. Option two, the band singer became ill and without someone to replace them, the mayor took to the stage speaking rather than singing the lyrics in what some people call the origin of rap music. <laughs> oh. oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Uh, option three, they celebrated it being four days early from 9-11. <laughs> 
Are you doing the maths on it over there? <laughs> the maths has confused me, but that's okay. Um, option four, local barnyard animals were invited to the winter festival banquet as guests, not food, in brackets. Okay. <laughs> you don't normally invite the food, though, do you? <laughs> Finally, they built pornographic snowmen. <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> so they removed a leg from every statue. Uh, they invented rap music. Uh, they celebrated early 9-11. <laughs> Barnyard animals were invited to the banquet or they built pornographic snowmen. Did you say September 7? Uh, no, I think it was the 15-11. So I think it... Wait, isn't it 5-11? I don't know why you're asking that question. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, no, I, I said it. I said it. It was 15-11. So it, it's actually celebrating being... Four days late. Um, six, six days, days late. late. Six days late. <laughs> Everyone is like chiming so, in this. So I, I, I said that wrong. What it actually, uh, the option was celebrating being six days late from 9-11 is yep. what it was wrong. I just, I misread that. <laughs> Obviously. Which can happen. Yeah. There's a lot of pressure up here. I'm sweating. I would so love to hear what you think, Ting. <laughs> You want to go first this time? Yeah, you're, um, you're up first, Ting. What are you thinking? The barnyard animals? Barnyard animals? Yeah. Do you I think mean, they yeah, were invited? Yep. Yeah. And what do you reckon, Dave? So you're yeah. imagining that they're like barnyard animals are sitting at the table, is that what you're thinking? Yeah. They're like, like they're all propped like up. Babe the movie, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was watching Babe the movie. the movie in a while now. Yeah. What, what do you think happened in that film? <laughs> I was pretty high when I watched it, but it was beautiful. There was a pig and a spider. Yep. But yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember. That was a beautiful high. web. Yeah, I yeah. remember. Charlotte was involved. A beautiful web. Yeah, Charlotte. <laughs> Templeton was there. All right. Um, I think I'm going to go with the pornographic snow. Is it just. Did you say snowmen or snow people? Uh, no, snowmen. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say lock in snowman. All right. So uh, they removed one leg from every statue in the city. That was Dave's answer. I think we should do it after this. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, the band's singer became ill and uh, the mayor took the stage speaking rather than singing, inventing rap music. That was the house. Boo. Boo. But very good. But very good. Uh, <laughs> Ting, would you believe, wrote celebrating being... <laughs> Six days late from 9-11. <laughs> uh, local barnyard animals are invited to the winter festival banquet. As guests, not food. That was the house. Ah. So that's one point for the house there, Jake. And it was correct. They built pornographic snowmen. Did you know that? Was that? <laughs> what? You can't answer. It won't spoil anything now. <laughs> you knew that? Were you just thinking, snowman with dicks? <laughs> Very hard not to say that. So that's right. That is correct. And I'll tell a little bit more about the story in a second. But in the meantime, let's go with question number three. This one was written by Lockie Graham from Reservoir in Victoria. The question is, AFL Hall of Famer and Geelong Cats player Gary Hocking was paid an undisclosed amount to legally change his name for one week. A change the AFL argued brought the game into disrepute. What did he change his name to? So, legally changed his name by deed poll, Gary Hocking, the John Cats, who are currently winning the Premiership, I believe. Yeah. It's actually a dud game, and I don't regret clashing with it with this show. So here's a little bit more information about the miracle of 1511. According to wikipedia.org, another uh, online resource I found, um, the miracle of 1511, or in Dutch, the Sneeuwpoppen <laughs> van... Are you speaking backwards? <laughs> no, I'm speaking Dutch, Dave. That's quite rude. The Sneeuwpoppen van 1511. Uh... So that was a festival in Brussels uh, in which the locals built approximately 110 satirical snowmen. It is estimated that more than half of the snowmen portrayed pornographic or sexual characters. Examples of snowmen built included a snow nun that was seducing a man. 
<laughs> a snowman and a snowwoman. Oh, there you go, Dave. Having sex in front of the town fountain. <laughs> oh. Wow. <laughs> Scandalous. <laughs> Not the fountain. And maybe most disturbingly, a naked snowboy urinating into the mouth of a drunken snowman. <laughs> How anatomical wow. were these snow people? Very satirical wow. stuff. Uh, there are also the non-sexy ones. There were snow unicorns, snow mermaids, a snow dentist. <laughs> and also snow sex workers enticing people into the city's red light district. Pretty cool. All right, so... So here is question number three. Your answers are in here. AFL Hall of Famer and John Cats player Gary Hocking was paid an undisclosed amount of money to legally change his name to what? Here are your five options. Hungry Jack. <laughs> Whiskers. <laughs> AFL sucks. <laughs> I'm a feminist. <laughs> <laughs> or Gary Gary Beers Gary Gary Beers Gary 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 Beers with the boys Beers Hockey <laughs> So five equally ridiculous options there Hungry Jack Whiskers AFL Sucks I'm a Feminist or Gary Gary Beers Gary Gary Beers Gary 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 Beers with the boys Beers Hockey <laughs> Uh, so one of these is correct. Uh, who and is the idea there that Gary Gary Beers has sponsored him to change his name? And I guess also the boys. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Alright, Dave, it's your go. Who, who are you thinking here? I'm thinking... So he played for Geelong? Yes. Okay. This is my thinking here. <laughs> They're the cats. Ooh. Whiskers. Maybe that's a nickname of his or something. So I'm thinking Gary, Gary Beers. <laughs> <laughs> You're locking in Gary, Gary no, Beers? No, lock in Whiskers. Locking in Whiskers. Does that, that little bit of info sway you or are you going your own way, Ting? Yeah, I don't know anything about AFL. I'll go with Gary, Gary Boys. <laughs> <laughs> I just like the answer. Gary, Gary Boys. Yes. <laughs> right. Gary, Gary Boys. That's a better name. <laughs> That's a better name. So we're locking in option six there, Ting. Yeah. Gary, Gary Boys. <laughs> All right, so Hungry Jack, that was written by the house. Uh, Gary, Gary, beers, Gary, Gary, beers, Gary, Gary, <laughs> Gary, Gary, beers, with the boys, Gary Hocking, was written by the house. Uh, I know, disappointing, isn't it? Come on. So that's one point to the house there, Jake. I'm a feminist. So funny. The AFL's like, this is getting <laughs> yeah, yeah. the, the game in the district. So good. That language is disgusting. <laughs> Not here. <laughs> that was written by Ting. That's the best. Love that. Uh, AFL sucks was written by Dave. Yeah. <laughs> and I Dave stand by it. Correct. Whiskers is, is what whiskers? he did. That is oh, a true story. For it. one week, Gary Hocking's legal name was the one word, Whiskers. And was it paid for by Whiskers the Big it Cat was. Company? Yes, that's right. Oh. Uh, I'll tell the story in a second. Wow. Uh, could we, do you want to give us a quick score check here, Jake? Absolutely. So uh, the house is on three. Uh, Ting is on nil. <laughs> and Dave, you're also on three. Congratulations. Ooh. Oh, damn. Nice. It's neck and neck and also Ting. Yeah. <laughs> I know nothing. <laughs> That's fine. Look, so this is the fourth episode we've, we've recorded and the funniest person always loses. So, um. And I always win, so... <laughs> something <Why>? for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> that is also not true. But anyway, um, somehow he doesn't either. All right, so... Yeah, <laughs> yeah what a loser. <laughs> All right, question number four comes from Nick Francis from Hobart and he wrote the following question which of these is a real primate so this is this is a bit of a I do another podcast called primates and uh, I promised to the primates listeners I'd squeeze in a primates question and this is it which of these is a real primate so basically you've just got to make up a species of non-human primate or human primate I guess <laughs> uh, so while you're doing that, I'll give you a little bit more information about Gary Whiskers Hocking. Uh, this was written about in perthnow.com.au. It's another um, online resource I found. 
There have been some strange happenings in the AFL over the years, but none stunned the footy world more than when Geelong announced in 1999 that star on baller Gary Hocking had changed his name to Whiskers. <laughs> Geelong, with liabilities of $7 million, agreed to the Whiskers deal with the cat food manufacturer in return for a believed $100,000. The AFL refused to allow the name Whiskers in the football record for the game against Richmond. Instead, he was listed as a number 32 with a brief explanation of the circumstances. Oh, well, we're not calling him Whiskers. Yeah. <laughs> we refuse to call him Whiskers. <laughs> Let's just name it anyway. Hawking said at the time, I'm probably going to cop a little bit of flack for this. It's just a light-hearted thing, and from a commercial point of view, to help out the club from a bit of strife. It's not going to change me, changing my name. He <laughs> was very defensive That's on very that. That's very defensive. Yeah, very that? defensive. Yeah. I haven't started eating cat food. <laughs> I, don't know wh- I don't know where those photos came from. They're fake. They're fake. That is, that's fake. My They've wife, been photoshopped. My wife What's did not walk in on me with a cat. She didn't. She didn't. <laughs> she didn't. I walked in on her with a cat. Oh, you can Chuck see Waller. the confusion. Meow. Chuck Waller. <laughs> Chuck Waller meow. Is, yeah. Yeah. is that his whole name? Like, just Whiskers, no yeah, last he, name. That's right, he just became Whiskers for a week. He'll do well in the immigration. <laughs> <laughs> Hocking appeared as Whiskers on the team sheet, uh, which was later auctioned to raise funds at a club function. He changed his name back a week later. Cat's uh, chief executive at the time, Brian Cook, said... Uh, later, he said, it was one of those ideas which was way ahead of its time. <laughs> <laughs> We're all doing it now. Wait, that's so funny. Oh, man. Apparently, Cook said the cat food brand laughed all the way to the bank with the publicity generated. Hocking even did interviews with the BBC and CNN. Oh, so you've your name's Whiskers now? <laughs> <laughs> What's that like? It hasn't changed me. <laughs> I'll tell you that for nothing. I don't know what you've heard. I'm still the Gary Hocking you know and love. It's estimated that the cat food company got around $4 million worth of media coverage out of the stunt, so they did very oh, wow. well. All right, so the answers are in. Here is question number four. Which of these is a real primate? I know this one. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. I loved it. Genuinely, probably my favourite bit so far. So the question is, which of these is a real primate? Long-toed golden gibbon? The long-suck howler monkey? Homo mad cuntilingus. <laughs> Sorry, I've, I've actually mispronounced it. Homo mad cuntilicious. Fred Astaire master monkey. Or the Medidi titty. So you got the long-toed golden gibbo, the long-suck howler monkey. Homo mad cuntilicious. Fred Astaire master monkey. Or the Medidi titty. One of these is a genuine primate. Ooh. What do you think? So this think is tricky, isn't it? It is very tricky. I think tricky. it's up to... It's your go first, I believe, Ting. What do, what do you want to lock in here? Um, Where are you leaning? What? The long-toed... The long-toed the, golden yeah, gibbon? Yeah. All that right. sounds like the most realistic okay, real that, one. That's not always the way to go on no, this part. Yeah. <laughs> that's what's putting me off, actually. Yeah? Yeah. Sometimes it is. Please well, I mean, I'm zero. I'm, I'm at zero, around. so like, <laughs> <laughs> I have the track record to go with what I'm saying. Yeah, go with your instinct. Yeah, don't go with my instinct. So you're going long, long toed, Gib- golden uh, gibbon. Go- golden okay. gibbon. Yeah. Okay. I'm thinking, Medidi titties. That's what okay, I'm talk about. us through your logic here. Um, yep. uh, just like what I hear. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that sounds. That's funny, but. It, Sounds real. Okay. That's what I'm going with. All right, so... The Long Suck Howler Monkey, that was written by Dave. Yes. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> now, work, work, work us through your process there, Dave. Yeah. Um, 
So it's a monkey. It howls. Yep. And it also sucks for a long time. Yeah. yeah. And I'd love to see David Attenborough narrate that. That would be great. Uh, the Fred Astaire Master Monkey. Uh, that's the house. <laughs> but funny. Uh, uh, this is going to make a few people sad. Homo Mad Cuntalicious was Ting. I <laughs> know <laughs> we all wanted it to be real. Yeah. We all wanted it to be real. <laughs> They're the Gold Coast. Uh, the Long Toed Golden Gibbon. That was the house. Meaning the Medidi Titty <laughs> no. is the real What the fuck? Oh. <laughs> Thank you. Four points. I'm still at zero. <laughs> so that, uh, that means one point for the house, Jake. One point for Dave. I'll let you know, Ting. My secret is I'm really not trying to win. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, All right, next round, you go with my answer and I'll go with your answer. <laughs> Yeah. See Next round, he goes first. Yeah. All right. This one comes from Emmy White of Albuquerque, New Mexico, which I love. That's a real place. I always thought it was a made-up thing from the Bugs Bunny cartoons, but <laughs> unless Emmy White's fucking with me, I think that is a... Is she here? Is, is that, does anyone know? Is Albuquerque real? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's uh, what I, I knew. She that knows. No, nah, it wouldn't. <laughs> like, Albuquerque is real. <laughs> It would have been better if we'd all tricked Matt into thinking it wasn't real. <laughs> it doesn't sound real. Albuquerque, New Mexico. Sounds too good to be true. <laughs> Question number five. What happened during the filming of the ultimate Slip and Slides pilot episode that stopped, that stopped and halted the filming of the series? The ultimate Slip and Slide. Something happened at the pilot which halted filming. So while you're writing your answers down, I'm going to talk a little bit more about the Mediti Titty. <laughs> I'm listening. And it's like, that's probably, I could its other name is even more ridiculous, believe it or not. According to Animalia.bio, an online resource, the Mediti Titty is a titty. I think a lot of you probably, a lot of you probably figured that out already. Uh, it was hidden in plain sight, that fact. But um, So titties are a kind of New World monkeys. Thank you. Uh, and this one in particular was discovered in Western Bolivia's Medidi National Park in 2004. So it's only very recently been discovered. It is also known as the goldenpalace.com monkey. This is just pure coincidence that this one came up straight after the other... Um, branding, renaming, because, yeah, I didn't know that when I wrote this question, then re reading more about it. Apparently, goldenpalace.com is an online casino which paid $650,000 to have the species named after them, with benefits going towards the non-profit organisation that ma maintains the park where the titty was discovered. <laughs> Dave, have you ever found a titty? <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> She, she knew the answer. Now, T, what you need to know about me is I'm not a virgin. Um, this, this reminds me a lot of Gary Hocking. I'll tell you what, I'm not a virgin. And I fucked a lot of cats. All right. I said, no, no, wait, wait, no, no, no. Chuckle No, 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 no. I don't know if this episode will go, get released. Um, <laughs> For a hundred grand, I will change my name to virgin. I'll do it. All right, let's Hello? pass the hat around. Richard Branson. <laughs> oh, I see what he's done. <laughs> that man is a big nerd and probably has never boned in his life. Yeah. Richard, Richard Branson, your dork. Yeah. <laughs> is that what you were getting at? Yeah. <laughs> that slick back billionaire. No one's going to have sex with him. <laughs> Too busy in those balloons and stuff. Yep. You can't bone in a balloon. <laughs> Believe me, I've tried. <laughs> Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. 
They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. All right, question number five. Question number five is, what happened during the filming of the ultimate slip and slides pilot that stopped the making of the series? Here are your five options. A teenage contestant was caught trying to cheat by adding soap to his team's slip and slide. No matter how hard they tried, they couldn't slip nor slide. (laughs) Seven people were hospitalised with gravel rash. That's That's all part of the one. Option three, it was shut down due to the spread of explosive diarrhoea. (laughs) Option four, water level restrictions. (laughs) Or finally, a contestant sued after an ant got into his swimsuit and bit his penis and left testicle, leading to permanent swelling. The case was settled out of court when the two parties agreed to make a new reality show about the incident titled Looks Like We're Gonna Need a Bigger Pair of Pants. (laughs) Permanent swelling and he sued them. (laughs) (laughs) Some some people would kill for that. (laughs) Not me though. All right, do you need those answers, options again? Yeah, I think real quick, sorry. All right, so we had the teenage contestant cheating by adding soap. We had uh, the fact that they couldn't slip nor slide and ended up in hospital. Uh, explosive diarrhoea, uh, the wa- water restrictions, or the, the guy with the swollen cock and ball. Am I imagine going... it, wasn't, it was only the left, so he's got a huge dick and left ball <laughs> and a normal-sized yeah, right ball. Right. He sued them to pay to make the right ball bigger. <laughs> Let's get that out back in here. Um, oh, well... Am I going first? Yeah. yeah. Do you want to talk us through what you're thinking? Okay. Here? I mean, explosive diarrhea is very funny to imagine on a slip and slide when there's like probably a hundred cameras set up to capture it from every angle. Giant penis is also funny. Um, soap. I'm just going through it. I'm literally thinking out loud here. Uh, they couldn't slip or slide. Okay. Uh, what was the other one? Water restriction. Water restriction. <laughs> It sounds like an American show to me, doesn't it? Do they care about stuff like that? <laughs> um, I don't think so. Um, I'm going to say explosive diarrhea. You don't think they, they don't care about w- having enough water? <laughs> no. No, no. Okay. <laughs> They're like, just more water, okay? Uh, I'm going to say poo. <laughs> diarrhea. That's what, that's what Americans care about. Yeah. All right. You're looking in poo? Yeah. <laughs> Double poo. Yep. Double poo. Double poo. All in go. on poo. Yep. All right, roll. All in. Okay, so let's go through the answers here. Teenage contestant was caught trying to cheat by adding soap to his team's slip and slide. That was the house. Boo. Uh, no matter how hard they tried, they couldn't slip nor slide. That was Dave. Yes, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Love the phrasing there. Um, water restrictions. That was Ting. Uh, contestant suing after having a really big big um, swollen cock that was the house (laughs) meaning the correct answer was it was shut down due to the spread of explosive diarrhea I got one point (laughs) cop that house cop it house (laughs) so Jake that's one point to Dave and one point to Ting Uh, do you want to give us a score check, Jake? While yeah. we're here? Absolutely, my honour. Uh, the house is on four. And yeah. Dave is on five. And Woo! Ting and Ting is on one. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> so Dave out in the lead now. Yeah. It was, like, it was like the thing I said before. The funnier you are, the less you... <laughs> <laughs> like, to be fair, you just got cult virgin by someone <laughs> in the crowd. That's true. So that's... <laughs> it's okay, you can yeah. win, yeah. Okay. He's a virgin. Not something they ever... I'm not Ting, I told you I'm not. By choice. <laughs> something that... I'm I am not a virgin by choice. It's not by choice. <laughs> it is certainly not by choice. I got married and still fucking nothing. 
I'm not a virgin though. Okay. Didn't just admit it. <laughs> and Ting, that's probably something your mum's never been accused of either, right? Yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, because because she's got a kid. I mean, because she's got a kid. How could she be a virgin? Artificial that's insemination. How you're right. Work. <laughs> you guys had me. Jeez, they're good, aren't they? Yeah. It was nice to have a bit of back and forth with them there, though. All right. <laughs> is this any? I don't know. If, is this anything? It's good. I've had artwork made and everything for this show. It's too, too late to fail. <laughs> All right, question number six. Second last question. This comes from Julia J from New South Wales. I thought they might have got a boo, but... Um, I thought... I was told you got... Don't you hate uh, people from south of the border up here? No. No, okay, great. I don't. <laughs> you do? Only during State of Origin, is that? Yeah, oh, okay. yeah. Like, yeah, Queensland. State of Origin uh, <laughs> I was once... Uh, my sister lives up here and I was once staying at her place and uh, she used to live in like an apartment block, balconies yeah. all over it. And one night when the State of Origin was on, um, you could... And Queensland were doing well, as they always do. And you could just hear, <laughs> after every try, people went out onto their balconies and screamed, Queenslander! <laughs> So you just hear it popping off from all like all yeah. levels in the sky. It was wild. What is what is wrong with you people? <laughs> it was electric. It's great. Like yeah. I loved it. I remember like the first time I sat on on the bus and um, the Maroons won and everyone just got really drunk and started singing a song and it was my first time on the bus. <laughs> where everyone was like, "Let's say Queensland the four one seven zero or some postal code," and I was like, "Oh, this is sweet." <laughs> Is, cool is this what thing. bus travel's all about? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was really cool. I liked it, actually. It was lovely. Yeah. I, love you. I love your culture up here. <laughs> That's a <the> culture. <laughs> all right, so question number six. It's a music question. What was the lead single from American country singer Ray Stevens' 1984 album, He Thinks He's Ray Stevens? Sorry, could you repeat that? What was the lead single from American country singer Ray Stevens' 1984 album, He Thinks He's Ray Stevens? So you just have to come up with a country music title um, by a man called Ray Stevens. And while you're writing those answers, here is some more information on the ultimate slip and slide. <laughs> Hosted by Bobby Moynihan and Ron <laughs> Funches, ultimate slip and slide is described as a fresh take on Whammo's iconic 1960s outdoor game that takes the spirit of the classic backyard slide and transforms it into a real-life water park full of gigantic slippery rides with the chance to take home some big cash prizes. Up to 40 crew members fell violently ill on set. <laughs> a source with knowledge of the production said an outbreak of, quote, awful explosive diarrhoea led to people collapsing on set and being forced to run to porta potties E.W. sagely noted that explosive diarrhoea is, quote, not what you want at the best of times. <laughs> and very much not what you want on a set involving slip and slides. I think that, that, is, that is wise. And that's what, you, that's what you get when you read E.W. Bit of insight. Yeah, it's pretty slippery though, isn't it? You know? Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. yeah. What you don't want to be is <laughs> <laughs> like, like really, f like some outbreak of really firm poo. Yeah. Oh, that's awful. But I don't know if you can have that as an outbreak. <laughs> oh no, we've all got really firm poos. <laughs> Explosive <laughs> firm poos. Yeah. Shooting out like bullets. Yeah. <laughs> Just get hit by shrapnel. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awful. So here's question number six. What was the lead single from American country singer? Ray Stevens's 1984 album, He Thinks He's Ray Stevens. Okay, so you've got five options. Okay. Are you ready? Okay. I think, Ting, you get first dibs at this one. All right. Shooting for the Stars with my Smith & Wesson. <laughs> Eating my baby, because it's all I have. LAUGHTER <laughs> uh, <laughs> Kissing you goodbye, bracket. Get your tongue out of my mouth, <laughs> bracket. Uh, who is Ray Stevens? Oh, I'm Ray Stevens. <laughs> I think I'm Ray Stevens. No, you got the wrong guy. 
I might have memory loss. Who's Ray Stevens? Or giddy up and boogie down. Open bracket, boot scooting with my baby. Another open bracket. <laughs> another another <laughs> open bracket? Another open bracket. My baby is a horse. <laughs> close bracket, close bracket. So you got five answers. One of these was a real song, released as a single, shooting for the stars with my Smith and Wesson, eating my baby, because <laughs> it's all I have, kissing you goodbye, get your tongue out of my mouth. Who is Ray Stevens? Oh, I am Ray Stevens. I, I think I'm Ray Stevens. No, you got the wrong guy. I might have memory loss. Who's Ray Stevens? Or giddy up and boogie down. Boot scooting with my baby. My baby is a horse. <laughs> So you got five good, solid options there, Ting. Ah, uh, wow. Well, yeah. It does... <laughs> <laughs> it's tricky. I mean, like, someone wouldn't eat a baby and make a song about it. Like. <laughs> I mean, country people are pretty fucked up. <laughs> I mean, like, um... What was the other ones? Like, um, uh, so, yeah, which one did you know? The, the first one was the first one? Sorry. <laughs> what? You're not, I, mean, I can't see it. Like, what's the first one? Oh, shooting at the sky. Shooting at, at the sky? Shooting for the stars with my Smith & Wesson. Smith & Shooting for the... <laughs> so, yeah, I don't think you really got the plan words there at all. Shooting for the stars is like going big. But he's also literally shooting a Shooting gun. it with his gun. But you thought he was just shooting... Yeah. Shooting at the stars. Okay. Yeah. I, <laughs> I told you, this, they're pretty fucked up people. Then you had eating my baby, because it's all I have. Kissing you goodbye. Get your tongue out of my mouth. Who is Ray Stevens? Oh, I'm Ray Stevens. Who's Ray Stevens? Uh, or giddy up and boogie down, boot scooting with my baby. My baby's a horse. Baby's a horse. I, I think the first one. First one? Yeah. Shooting for the stars with my Smith & Wesson. Lock that in for Ting. Someone scoffed at you guessing that. Yeah. You've scoffed? I was laughing at you. Oh. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. He was... Right. He scoffed at I'm, your I'm typing. Wrong again. <laughs> I'm getting heckled based on how I'm you're using like, my laptop. Oh. <laughs> There's no way you're getting 180 words per minute with that technique. <laughs> I've got a beer in one hand and mic in the other. It's not that it's simple. <laughs> Matt, you know, I can just I could have just been typing for you this whole time as a shared doc. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't type. Could you do that? Just put it there initial after the one they guess. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Second last question, we figured that out. Yeah. Um, and it's me being generous saying we figured it out. <laughs> 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 All right, Dave, what are you thinking? I'm thinking, uh, get your tongue out of my mouth. No. no? Oh, okay, you want to you stay in my mouth? Oh. Do you, do, you know that... the, do you know the work of Ray Stevens? Not at all. No. But you got a vibe for it. And he's not writing about tongues. You think that that's the least ridiculous one? Out <laughs> of all the others. What would you have locked in, honestly? Did you say cum? Yeah! <laughs> I think, that was, yeah. Did we, were you daydreaming? You just snapped out of a daydream. <laughs> the, the baby one. Yeah. Which one would you lock in? Cum. <laughs> okay. I don't know what game you're playing. Yeah. But it sounds like fun, to be honest. Dave wouldn't be able to play that game. Um... I can come. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I'm doubling down then, Matt. I'm going to go with the get your tongue out of my mouth. All right. So let's go through the answers here. Uh, eating my baby, because it's all I have. That was written by Dave. Fantastic. I'm really hungry. Uh, who is Ray Stevens? Oh, I'm Ray Stevens. I think I'm Ray Stevens. No, you got the wrong guy. I might have memory loss. Who's Ray Stevens? That was Ting. <laughs> Uh, giddy up and boogie down, boot scooting with my baby. My baby's a horse. That was the house. <laughs> oh, it doesn't look so yeah. stupid now, does it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so one of you is correct. Unfortunately, it's not Ting. It's not 
shooting for the stars with my Smith and Wesson. That was that was written by the house. The correct answer is kissing you goodbye. Get your tongue out of my mouth. What can I say? I know my country. I know. Also, I knew the other one probably wasn't when Matt got super defensive about. I can't believe you don't get the meaning of shooting at the, the stars. I should have. You got really defensive. Yeah. Oh, that's actually really clever, Dave. I don't think I ever said really clever. Well, I'm still, it felt like it. I'm still the same man. Uh, all right. Matt Stewart. So, Jake, that is uh, one point for Dave and one point for the house. Do you reckon you could give us a quick score check there, please? Absolutely, be my pleasure. The house is on five, uh, Ting is on one, and Dave <laughs> is on six. <laughs> All right, so going to the last round, right. Dave is leading. Um, I believe in you, Ting. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Do we get extra points for the last question? Yeah, well, uh, sure. I've done that once before when someone requested it, and I'm... I'm putting in the record. <laughs> really? It pushes, so, what, what, should we, so you're five points behind. You can get two points up for grabs. So I'm just going to lose if I win. What if yeah, you say, we'll say, what does that mean we need triple Ten. points? What about triple each points. question? Each one's worth a thousand. <laughs> yes. Well, I don't think we need to quite go that far. <laughs> okay. I might be overkill. Yeah, well, I'd be happy. I reckon we go, we go triple points. Triple Final points. round. Okay. And that happens only when requested, which has happened twice in four episodes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Comedians don't like to lose. <laughs> All right, so that means you could get a maximum of six points now, oh, okay. leaping Dave, oh, levelling Dave. So you could go yeah. out joint champions here. Is that true? Yes. Is that, is that right? Triple points. Triple. She can get a maximum two. Yeah, but two, there's three. So that's six points maximum. Oh. Does she be Okay. But she already has one. So that's seven. So it's seven. I see now. What <laughs> so oh, you thank you so much. <laughs> you can level Dave and then we'll find that point you got earlier. <laughs> we'll chuck it on Which the pile. I think this show... You asked him the score like five minutes ago. <laughs> like, the point. Feels like longer. All right. Okay. Here is question number seven, the final question. We always finish with a film synopsis okay. question. And the final question comes from Dave Bedard in New Hampshire. <laughs> That's obviously not a real place. <laughs> uh, and Dave Bedard's question is, what is the synopsis for the 2010 film Rubber? What is the synopsis for the 2010 film Rubber? So you just got to give us a... A brief synopsis here, short paragraph, maybe two, maybe three sentences, whatever you like. And while you're writing that out, I'm going to give a little bit more information about Ray Stevens. Oh. <laughs> Ray, is that you? <laughs> That's so stupid. Why would that be Ray? Imagine if it was Ray. That would have been actually really cool. <laughs> Wouldn't have been hard to even finish the show if Ray was here. <laughs> Surely we go, Ray, do you mind? And he'd say, all right, yeah, for right. old time's sake. <laughs> now, to sing it properly, you're going to have to put your tongue in my mouth. <laughs> uh, so here's some more info on Ray. He was born on the 24th of January, 1939. His real name is... I can't believe he has a stage name, Ray Stevens, when his real name is Harold Ray Ragsdale. <laughs> Why would you change that? Fuck, that's a good name. He's an American country pop and novelty singer-songwriter known for his Grammy-winning recordings Everything is Beautiful and Misty, as well as hits such as Guitarzan, which I think... <laughs> and The Streak. I looked up The Streak, Dave. Do you remember when Barney Gumble in The Simpsons flashback episode streaked through the graduation? And there's this quick bit that says, There goes The Streak. That's Ray Stevens. What? <laughs> Whoa. Can you believe that? What are the odds? <laughs> quite high. Or low. Uh, he's received multiple gold albums and worked as a producer, music arranger and television host. He's also an inductee into the Nashville Songwriters Hall of Fame, the Georgia Music Hall of Fame, the Christian Music Hall of Fame and the Country Music Hall of Fame and Museum. Uh, some <laughs> and Museum. <laughs> 
Some, I, I have to give a bit more info because this is obviously the longest one they have to write out. <laughs> Some of his other songs he's recorded include Bagpipes, That's My Bag. <laughs> Which is awesome. But this one is made, I love a long country title and this one's great, a lot going on here. If 10% is good enough for Jesus, open bracket, it ought to be good enough for Uncle Sam. <laughs> Guess that's like a... What? I don't... Un, what is... What's temp, what is Jesus getting 10% of? It doesn't matter. <laughs> Question without notice there. The answers are in. We'll have to leave that till next week. Okay. So the question, the final question for the show, what is the synopsis for the 2010 film Rubber? You've got five options here. A homicidal car tyre, discovering it has destructive psionic power, sets its sights on a desert town once a mysterious woman becomes its obsession. <laughs> That's option number one. I didn't see the second bit coming from Anyway, option number two. A guy... <laughs> Ray Stephen... Now, what are the odds of that? <laughs> a guy, Ray Stephen, meets a girl at the Slip and Slide TV show. <laughs> they both contracted explosive diarrhoea and ended up in the same hospital. One night, a rubber, brackets condom, <laughs> magically appears and they made sweet love while Ray Stephen sang. The end. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, I would yeah. see that film. <laughs> Even though they've given away the whole movie. <laughs> Including the end. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's the big bit. Yeah. Uh, so that's the second option. Third option, Jimmy gets more than he bargained for when it turns out the condom provided by his one-night stand has an insatiable hunger for cock. <laughs> Does it just start eating him? <laughs> what is he? That's all it says. I haven't seen this film. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> so, saving it for a special occasion. Uh, next one. A rubber ducky comes to life and seeks revenge for all the times it was taken into the bath. <laughs> you see this duck hates water, but it loves violence. Or finally, due to a misunderstanding, <laughs> due to a misunderstanding, a genie gives sentience to a giant inflatable rubber ducky. <laughs> a coming-of-age film. The duck goes on to have the night of its life. <laughs> well, two very different ducks there. Yeah, that's a lot of ducks. <laughs> Are we sure that one of those isn't rubber and rubber two? <laughs> All right. So you got the the car tire. You've got the one that has a lot of Ray Stevens and diarrhoea. Uh, you've got the one with the condom that has an insatiable hunger for cock. And then you have the two rubber ducky ones. One that's really violent and the other one where he has the night of its life. So five good options. Uh, I think we're back to you, Dave, for the final question. Oh, don't put this on me. So I think you need to score then at least... If you get one point here, which is three points, you win. But if you get no points and Ting gets maximum points, Ting wins. Is that right? But what about yeah. the fucking house? <laughs> yeah. Is oh, the yeah. house playing for triple points? No. Yeah, yeah, we're no, no. 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 Honestly, our adjudicator has spoken. Yeah. I appreciate that. The judge has spoken. We're uh, all playing for triple points here. Okay. So whatever you do, yeah, don't, don't pick a house option. Then pick a house option. Rubber. Right. What is rubber? Yeah. Oh, it's like a bouncy substance. <laughs> is that how you describe it? Bouncy? It's in... Oh, it's flubber. flubber. <laughs> 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 that's great. That's right. Sorry. <laughs> Just in case the mic didn't pick that up, someone said that's flubber, and that's very funny. Um... Oh, this is so tricky. I think the first one really made me laugh. A car tyre. Read it out again. The car tyre is going a up. A homicidal car tyre. Yeah. Discovering it has destructive psionic power. 
sets its sights on a desert town once a mysterious woman becomes its obsession. Fuck, I'd watch I mean, all these movies so much. Is that so bad? It's Maybe good? not the diary one. I'm getting a nod from you. Lock it in, car tyre. Car tyre for Dave, Jake. That's option one. Ting, what are you thinking? Uh, the duck. Um. Okay. <laughs> I know Which, there are two options. So um, one duck um, well, comes to life. The other one gains sentience. So one, one of them's a revenge-seeking duck and the other yeah. one is uh, coming of age. Coming of age. <laughs> Which duck. is hard to fully understand what that means for a duck that didn't have... You know, it doesn't have an age. I guess its age is today. Oh. <laughs> um, revenge duck. Revenge duck. I like revenge That's duck. a beautiful duck selection there. Yeah. Uh, okay, so let's go through the options here. Due to a misunderstanding, a genie gives sentience to a giant inflatable rubber ducky. Coming of age film, the duck goes on to have the night of its life. That was the house. <laughs> so you dodged that one. Well done. Uh... Jimmy gets more than he bargained for <laughs> when it turns out the condom provided by his one-night stand has an insatiable hunger for cock. That was also the house. So the house... No points for the house in this <gasps> final round. Yes! <laughs> Suck it, house! <laughs> Whatever happens, the house cannot win. Yes! So it's, it's down to two contestants here. Ting and Dave. The only two contestants. <laughs> <laughs> Who else is there? Uh, a guy, this is going to shock people again. A guy, Ray Stephen, meets a girl. <laughs> they both have a lot of shit on the seven sides. The end. Um, that was Ting. <laughs> Ting, the one Ting picked, a rubber ducky comes to life and seeks revenge. That was written by Dave. <laughs> Sorry. Meaning. Yeah, Meaning the correct answer is a homicidal t- car tyre no. <laughs> discovering it has destructive sonic power sets its sights on a desert town once a mysterious woman becomes its obsession. I, s- I tried to pick the worst one. A tyre tries to kill a woman with psionic powers. So that means Jake Dave gets the maximum six. Mm-hmm. Ting, Ting and the house get naught. <laughs> Um, you get how many points? I'll get a final score from you in a second. Okay. But before that, uh, I'd got a, uh, just a quick review of the film Rubber from Tom Long in the Detroit News. He gave the film a B, saying, Rubber will undoubtedly be the best film about a round, hollow serial killer <laughs> released this year. <laughs> <laughs> so that, you know, that's high praise. And from Detroit, you know, that's Motown, that's yeah. Car City. Oh so. <laughs> Car City's actually a, a car dealership in Moorabbin, but um, <laughs> keep your eyes open for a bargain. Car, car City. City. You, you wouldn't car, know that, have, but... You have Car City up here? That would go off in Melbourne. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so can we get a final score check, Jake, please? Absolutely. So the house is on a total of five. Five points. Um, <laughs> even after I've lost. <laughs> Ting is on a total of one. And, uh, and the virgin. Oh, sorry. And, Did you get the paperwork Come on, that's, yet, that uh, is slander. <laughs> uh, one short of a baker's dozen with just a traditional dozen at 12. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I, I think it's always... It's always important to put numbers through the prism of the baker's dozen. <laughs> even when they are the traditional dozen. All right. <laughs> Um, well done, Dave. Congratulations. As the winner, do you want to tell us where people can find you? Uh, find me having sex because I do it all the time. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. All the time. All the time. Oh, Chuck Waller. <laughs> Chuck Waller. <laughs> Chuck Waller. Uh, you can find me on the Book Cheat podcast and the Do Go On podcast. And we're doing stand up here later. Ting, where can people find you? Uh, Brisbane. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> Uh, you can find me on my socials, Ting Lim Comedy, on Instagram and Facebook. And usually I'm here or at Sit Down Comedy Club. And you're also, for people listening at home, you're also in the uh, middle of a, a nationwide tour? Yeah, yeah, the multicultural gala. So I'm doing um, Toowoomba. <laughs> Ooh, I know! <laughs> to I try to zhuzh it up, the national yeah. thing. And if... uh, I don't know. Are, we'll are just, you, have we'll... you come to Melbourne yet? 
Melbourne. No, we're gonna we're gonna be in Melbourne at some point, but I'm not sure yet. Yeah. But I'm gonna be doing um, Outback Queensland, and yeah, that's awesome. me. Thank you. But yeah, I'll, uh, yeah. Thanks. You can find them online. It's a great resource. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard of the internet? <laughs> so thanks so much for joining us. This is a brand new show. Please, if you enjoyed, tell your friends and give us a review if you want. Five stars, ideally. Yeah. yeah you know, five and if you wanted to, it'd be really funny, and you'd really mess me up if you gave me five stars and then wrote down something like, Rubber will undoubtedly be the best <laughs> film about a round hollow serial killer released this year. Um, I don't really have a sign-off for the show yet. Um, maybe I can just... Can I put this on you, Ting? Just say, I'll say, I'll thank you, and then you, you do some sort of sign-off for this show and say goodnight or whatever. Okay. Thanks so much for joining us. Uh, big round of applause for Dave and Ting and Jake. And good chat comedy for having us. Uh, we really appreciate our favourite uh, comedy venue in Brisbane. And Ting, as we always say here at Good... Uh, what's the show called? How do you... <laughs> who, who knew it? Who, who knew it with Matt Stewart? As we always who say here... Yeah, Matt Stewart to remember the show name. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>